This is Cody Ray Miller, and you're listening to the Dude Fuel Podcast. Welcome to the Dude Fuel Podcast. Here today, we are going to be exploring part two of the book, Switch, How to Change Things When Change is Hard by Chip and Dan Heath. And today we're going to talk about the elephant. So if you haven't listened to part one, I do recommend that you go back and listen to that. We talked about the rider, which is the seat of critical thought. Uh, This is where we analyze things. We look for bright spots and we're very uh, critical and dispassionate in our thinking. But today, as we talk about the elephant, we're going to get all up in our feels. So the elephant is all about emotion and emotion is sort of a double-edged sword. So on the one hand, emotion is very, very powerful, just like a big elephant, right? But on the flip side, if you're not careful and you spook that elephant, well, it can cause a lot of damage, right? Uh, And it can hurt a lot of people. So we need to keep our emotions in check with the rider. Uh, We need to make sure we're not just continually carried around through life by our emotions, but we do need a strong rider um, to, to exercise critical thought and to sort of keep us on the right track. At the same time, however, it's wrong to shut the elephant down so much, to shut your feelings and your emotions down so much that you don't utilize them because they are so very powerful. So in the book, Chip and Dan Heath, they talk about motivating the elephant. So anytime that you're trying to get anybody to do anything, and this includes yourself, you have to motivate the elephant. If you don't speak to people's emotions and feelings, you're not going to be able to adequately motivate them to do whatever it is you want them to do, even if it's for their own good, and even if it's yourself that you're trying to motivate. If you are not properly motivating somebody's feelings and getting their emotions stirred up, then they're likely to not care. So today I want to talk about how we can use our feelings appropriately to motivate others and, of course, to motivate ourselves. You know, the number one thing in my network marketing business is one of the first things that we tell people to do. And and the number one thing that I found that carries people through, because building a successful network marketing business takes a really long time, uh, just like a lot of really big goals. And so what we tell people to do when they come in and they join the team is to write down on a piece of paper why they have joined our team and why it is that they're working their business. And more often than not, it has to do with their family. They want a spouse to be able to quit their job and come home. Or they want to be able to uh, save for their kids' college. Or maybe they themselves want to come home from their job and work from home so they can spend more time with their family. It could be that they want the financial and time freedom so that they can travel with their family and expose their children to different ways of living all around the world. So there are lots of different reasons, of course, but again, we do find that family is very, very motivating for people. And what we tell them to do, and I've done this myself, I have it in my wallet, is we tell them to to write this down on a small sheet of paper, but to put it somewhere that they're going to see fairly regularly, okay? To write down exactly why they're working their business. And I would encourage you to do this as well. If you're trying to lose weight, you're trying to develop a better body, right? Then write down why. Why do you want that better body? Where's the feeling? Where's the emotion? You know, if you really dig down deep, and maybe you don't have to dig that deep at all, there will be feelings and there will be emotions attached to your goals. These are things that you want for a reason. 
And you don't just want them because they logically make sense, right? Because we're not robots. Humans, we have the capacity to critically analyze things, but we also have feelings and emotions. And that's a part of our nature and, and who we are and what we are as a species. So we tell people in our network marketing business when they join the team, write this down, write down your why, and then put it somewhere you're going to see it regularly. You might put it on the visor of your car. You might tape it to the mirror in the bathroom, or you might stick it in your wallet like I've done, but something you're going to see on a regular basis to remind you of why you're doing the things that you're doing. Okay, this stirs up your emotion. It gets your elephant going, and it motivates you toward your goals. Now, this is simple. This is just reminding yourself of, of the reason, the real reason, the emotional reason for why you're doing what you're doing and pursuing a goal. But how can you motivate other people? How can you motivate their elephants? Well, this is a really powerful skill, and it requires very good attention uh, to detail, and it requires you to be a great listener. You have to find out what other people want because they're motivated in the same way that you are. And we have to understand that the things that motivate us are not necessarily going to motivate other people. So we need to take the time and be patient in getting to know other people and what's important to them before we try and make a really big change. I mean, think about this. How many times at a job have you been given some sort of directive from up above, right? Management comes in and says, from now on, we are not doing this. Or from now on, every employee has to do that, right? It feels so completely disconnected from your emotion that you probably resent it. And even if your mind, your writer, your critical thinking, you know, that part of your brain can understand why that directive was given, you probably don't like it and you're probably not very motivated to adhere to it. Why is that? Because there's no feeling to it and there's no emotion to it. But think about this, right? What if managers and those uh, who are in upper management, those who are at a very high level, at a corporate level perhaps, what if they took the time to really see what motivates people uh, who uh, are very disconnected from the decisions that are being made? And then they can connect for them why the company is doing this, why it's important, and they can motivate and stir up those emotions. Wouldn't that be a better approach? Let me give you an example. So at my high school, uh, we've implemented something called capturing kids' hearts, okay? And a lot of teachers that I know, uh, they just thought that capturing kids' hearts was just another thing that we have to do, okay? One of the things we do with capturing kids' hearts is we stand at the door of our classroom every class period, and we shake each student's hand before they walk in to the classroom, now, yet again, I know some teachers who think this is just another thing that upper management has told us to do, that those higher up, you know, administrators are telling us to do, and that it's totally disconnected, um, you know, from our goal of teaching. But if you actually dig down and take a look at the data, what you find out is that Kids actually learn better when they're in a classroom where they feel that they are respected, appreciated, loved, and cared for by their teachers. They learn more, they'll perform better, they'll be more attentive, and you'll have less behavior problems, okay? 
So all of that is a huge bright spot. It makes sense for the rider, right? For the elephant, it's really not that every teacher I know, they are teaching not because we get paid an insane amount of money, okay? Not because there are incredible perks to the job, although, you know, summer's pretty nice. But the teachers that I know, they're teaching because they really care about students and they care about education. They care about helping people to improve their knowledge. And when you begin to understand that shaking someone's hand at the door actually helps them to learn more and actually develops and fosters a more caring environment, then you begin to motivate that teacher's elephant to say, yes, okay, I see the value. I am going to stand at the door and shake hands because I'm motivated through my own feelings and emotions. And I know that it's helping me to achieve the things that are most valuable and cared about to me uh, on an emotional level. So I thank you so much for listening to this two-part series, and I hope you enjoyed it. And I strongly encourage you, because I can't do this book justice in just two um, podcast episodes, I strongly encourage you to go out and pick up the book Switch, How to Change Things When Change is Hard by Chip and Dan Heath. As always, this podcast is dedicated to you and to your success. If you enjoy the content here at the Dude Fuel Podcast, I hope that you'll subscribe, and I look forward to speaking with you again tomorrow.